Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk. All right, no preamble, ladies and gentlemen. Much too many news stories going on. Much too many, is that right? Way too many. Much too overwhelming. <clears throat> too much. Out of control. How does America pay for a $2 trillion coronavirus bill? The answer is they don't. They're fixing the fixes in. The meltdown is going to happen economically, folks. There's no way around it. We'll basically spare ourselves for the coronavirus with a fake stimulus. And then the economy will eventually melt down and they'll lose control of the whole thing, folks. All right, Kurt, I mentioned to you that they say 3.3 million jobless claims are coming. It's just the first wave. But then I told you that Donald Trump bringing back the pharmaceutical industry is going to bring 880,000 jobs. You got... uh, Walmart with 150,000 hires. You got Amazon with 100,000 hires. I guess nobody told Domino's they're hiring folks, too. What's going on around here, sir? Well, it's a good point, Sam. And, uh, you know, if everybody's stuck at home or, you know, you can't be uh, going out to dinner, I guess Domino's figures they're buying. They're going to be selling. Uh-oh, we lost Kurt now. We'll try to get him back. Man, I don't know what's going on. We're losing Kurt way too much. Well, that was there called a sneeze is what that was called, oh, all right. Sam. There you and, go. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to get Kurt to delay. you guys. we got to buy more equipment. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the headline from the Western Journal. Nobody told Domino's about economic crash. Chain looks to hire whopping 10,000 people. Uh, so, you know, I mean, if everybody's uh, holed up at home and... Uh, Home delivery pizza ought to be uh, cranking, I guess. What do you think, Sam? Well, it's a good point, and that's why I say I'm not so sure we even know the fallout, though, Kurt, with all these companies ratcheting up, hiring, with this layoffs and stuff. I agree it's a a redistribution of the way employment and the way, you know, things are working, but I'm not so sure we can say that there's 3.3. You can say, well, there is 3.3 million unemployment claims, Sam. That's fact. Okay, maybe it is. But how many of those people are going to go get a job next week working for Domino's, working for some of the pharmaceutical companies, working for Walmart, working for, oh, Target's hiring too, did I tell you? Working for Walmart, Target, Amazon, okay? All these people are announcing hires. So I'm just saying I I don't get it exactly. But again, they want the hysteria at a feverish pitch, folks. Now, I'm not saying that this coronavirus isn't deadly. And I'm not saying we should just turn a blind eye to it. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be, you know, dealt with seriously. But I am saying that the answers to the problems lie in the constitutional government. Okay, the supreme law of the land should be, uh, whenever there's a crisis, that's when it matters the most. Not matters the least. Okay, and I, I believe if we turn to God, if we turn to family, if we obey the supreme law of the land on a country, focus. You know what? We can turn this thing around, but we're not going to turn it. I don't hear anything about God hardly. Do you, Kurt? There's a few people talking about it, but not very not, many. Uh, right. The chief executive officer there of Domino's uh, said this. He says, uh, well, uh, the company is looking for uh, drivers, delivery drivers, pizza makers, customer service representatives, managers, and licensed truck drivers for its supply chain centers, according to CNBC. Now, I'm going to tell you why they're doing so well when on... others aren't, Kurt. Why is that? Well, if you think about it, Domino's hasn't really had a big sit-down clientele anyway. Okay, usually their stores are very, very small. 
You go in, you order your pizza, and you get it, and you leave or whatever. And so they don't really have a big clientele to lose for sit-in and dine-in or whatever you want to say. Um, they're just simply saying, hey, now that other companies can't do the dine-in piece, we're going to ratchet up and, and, and take even more business. And so it's their unique model. They've been positioned very well for this because of their their tiny, tiny, tiny places of takeout for pizza. They're not really a sit-down-and-eat place at all. They never have been, at least in modern times. And so as a change, they're saying, we can expand right now. We're ready to go. We just need more people to make it happen. Yeah, he said, uh, our corporate and franchise stores want to make sure they're not only feeding people, but also providing opportunity to those looking for work at this time, especially those in the heavily impacted restaurant industry. You know, and it makes me think of the, uh, uh, you know, deals in the past where they'd say uh, Ford would be moving their uh, company down south of the border or something, and somebody would remind them, well, that means that those employees that used to buy a Ford truck, they don't have a job and they can't buy them, you know. And so, uh, you know, in this case, you get more 10,000 more people uh, working at Domino's. At least there's 10,000 more guys probably buying a pizza, too, Sam, you know. Amen. And, I yeah. couldn't agree more. And so this is what I'm saying is that I don't think we're looking at this honestly. We're just in this spiral down of negative news all the time. The world's coming to an end. Government's your only answer. I think it's a whole bogus scenario. For example, are we turning to God or doctors? Now, I'm, I am turning for turning to both, but God first, right? Nevertheless, a doctor says, quote, I treated 350 coronavirus patients with 100% success. Kurt? Right. Um, Sam, when I saw this story, I thought, you know, how come uh, everybody else didn't hear about this? In fact, I even have a, well, a family, uh, you know, at least a uh, relative who was quite, I mean, she's basically at the end of her rope almost, where she's thinking that her parents are going to die and her grandparents and everything else. And They are. And, uh, you know, well, I mean, I think everybody is going to. That's correct, sir. Tell, Don't lose sight of that. That's uh, but, part of the, yeah. the plan of the Almighty God. You're, you're born and that's you right. live and you, you learn and then you die. And, you know, that's part of the plan. And this guy, uh, you know, he's a he's a doctor in uh, upstate New York, uh, Sam. So it's not like he's that far from uh, what they call the epicenter. Ground uh, zero, you know. my friend. And, and he's used this anti-malaria drug, uh, hydrochloroquine and zinc, to treat 350 patients that had the. Uh, that with 100% success, that's a pretty good number. Uh, I guess he addressed uh, and did a YouTube, uh, and he said he saw the symptom of shortness of breath resolved within four to six hours. Uh, he addressed his message to President Trump, said he's a board-certified family practitioner in the community of Curious Joel in Orange County, New York, in the Hudson Valley. It's about 50 But here's the problem. We can rush a $6 trillion package through, but we can't let these people know about this and people feel comfortable practicing this without, you know, possible lawsuits and meltdowns. And Okay, I mean, it's just insane, Kurt. Now, I commend well, this it doctor. seems like so many times there's solutions, but some people don't really want to look for them in the... Certain places, right? 
Yeah, now I'm going to throw out another little tidbit for you, though. I don't believe this doctor will continue to have a 100% success rate, Kurt. All right. Because people die, Kurt. Well, yeah, you he's know, talking about uh, I know he treating this particular thing. I know, but I'm saying even yeah. so, you're going to get somebody that's that's you know not going to recover. Maybe because, not because the medication doesn't work, but because maybe it's their time to go, Kurt. Yep, yep. You but know what it mean? was pretty amazing for him. Oh, to it's say incredible. Three hundred and fifty, and had a hundred percent. You know, I mean, that's so. Is Fossey on it? I mean, is Fossey just you know? Well, so I haven't heard them the... talking about that, have you? Uh, no. I mean, I've heard them mention this word chloroquine uh, before. Uh, but, um, you know, I believe if you if you really wanted to open up the thing and say, all right, anybody who says they've got a, an answer here, I don't care what it is. I mean, even if it's the, the guy that says, uh, you know, I mean, if you hold a pencil on your finger and, you know, dance a little jig and sing a song and it works, I mean, why not um, look everywhere for solutions instead of only in certain places, Sam? I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand where Fossey is and where Donald is and where, you know, where are all these people? Where's Pence? Pence should know. He's an honest man, isn't he, Kurt? Well, I think um, so. And uh, I I just got to believe, uh, you know, there's guys like this moving forward or at least people are being made aware. And so it's a World Net Daily piece and I hats off to them and uh, Western Journal for bringing that piece forward, I think. Amen. I completely yeah. agree, and I don't understand. Now, maybe it's not the 100% solution, but if he's really done 350 people, Kurt, with a 100% success rate, then I'm saying to you that's a big enough study in an emergency to move forward, isn't it? And say, let's try it with the next Well, how many, how many people with it... Um you know, would be uh, if they were told by this doctor, hey, I did it on 350 people. I got every one of them, uh, you know, got better. Uh, would you like to try it? Uh, how many of those people would say no? Me. <clears throat> but here's the question. Okay. How sick are you? Yeah. Okay, this is the whole point. point. If 95 out of 100 people don't even need to go to the hospital, Kurt, they just get sick and weather through it and they survive. And then 5% go to the hospital and maybe around 1% or 2% die. I would submit to you that we just work on the one to two percent that or you know, that five percent, but the most severe among them. We could create kind of criteria that would say, hey, if you need a respirator or if you need a ventilator or if you have severe if you and then give them the choice. So we'd give five percent this choice and then we'd give recommendations from doctors would say, you know what, I know you're in the hospital, but you're doing quite well. I don't think you need that. Or, you know what, this is looking not good, you really need this. And I think we could give guidance. Well, one coronavirus patient, quote, I was on the brink of death and malaria drugs saved my life. Now you got, what, 351, Kurt, or is this a part of the same case? It's a different guy. So now there's 351. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure there's even more than that. Of course. I'm just saying in this example we're giving. Now, a doctor also talks about the White House and says... The doctor says, White House has my 100% successful coronavirus treatment. We'll talk about it. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches. 
in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. So we were wondering if, you know, the White House and uh, Mr. Anthony Fossey and, uh, you know, Mike Pence and all the folks in charge of the coronavirus response team in the on uh, or in the White House, whatever you want to say, if they kind of know what's going on, Kurt. Well, a doctor gives us the answer, sir. Well, that's right. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, he basically says, hey, they've got the they've got the stuff and uh so uh, you know, I, I mean, that's what the doctor says. So, you know, at least um, there's um, possible good news there. Uh, you know, the headline from Art Moore says, "Doctor, White House has my 100% successful coronavirus treatment." Uh, subheadline: Israel is also considering the simple protocol of three cheap, proven, available drugs. You know. Um, you know, I, uh, at least to me, I kind of enjoy the uh, headline that kind of goes along with it. it says, uh, U.S. coronavirus threat fuels demand for traditional herbal remedies. Um, you know, you've got um, people that are, you know, they're thinking a little bit stronger about their health and, uh, you know, about trying to eat right and rest right and do things they should to take care of things, you know. Hey, man, I've got good news, cool. Kurt. <clears throat> I guess Nancy yeah. Pelosi gavels House out of session after just three minutes will not commit to uh, putting the relief bill up for vote, Kurt. Now, the conservatives are just livid about this. But isn't it interesting, and forget their reasons for a minute, who's on which side of the equation? Nancy's holding off the greatest bailout in American history. 
the greatest redistribution of wealth in American history. And Nancy's the one putting the brakes on, Kurt. Well, she's a constitutional defender. You know how she does right. all that. You know, she's uh, not. But in this case, I have to say, at least it's good. I don't want this thing to pass. Do you? Well, no. I mean, I'd, I'd like to uh, see it corrected up, you know, done the way it needs to be, you know. I just and, find uh, it fascinating. I don't think she's doing it for the the reasons that I would or anything. I'm not really saying no. she's on our side. I'm just kind of, right. you know, highlighting a little bit the disingenuous reality of all of them, right? Yeah. All right. Selfless acts. How Americans are helping each other through the coronavirus. The Hill with this update, Kurt. Well, yeah, Sam, apparently uh, there's some people doing some nice stuff around the country. Uh, You know, I mean, I know that this isn't a shock for uh, those of you who already knew that or maybe have been doing things like that. But... um, you know, it's kind of a shock to most people that um, do the standard news um, because they don't get told about that. Right, Sam? Yes. The, what's know? the hill highlighting, Kurt? Well, for example, you've got, uh, I mean, we've talked about some of these different stories, but, uh, you know, you got kids uh, going and helping out old people, taking them some food or delivering them. Like we've seen stories where they're going and getting some shopping done for them so they don't have to go out or whatever. And, I mean, it's just nice to see, uh, like the old phrase goes, it's, it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Um, but, uh, you know, people across, they say the United States are taking steps to help one another amid this pandemic. Companies donating masks and ventilators to hospitals, to everyday people helping their neighbors. They, and this is a hill.com piece. There are countless examples is of people hill.com trying to or do the, the right thing. You're right. The Hill. The Hill.com. Uh, yes. I just want people yeah. to be able to see this story because the mainstream press does admit the truth from time to time. Yeah. Uh, I guess in Arizona, the home uh, in Arizona left a box of good for couriers to pick from, along with a message thanking them for their work. You know, uh, that's according to an Instagram post shared by a FedEx employee. Taylor Swift sends 3000 bucks to two fans worried about bills amid coronavirus. Uh, and, um, you know, the Four Seasons Hotel in Manhattan is going to provide free rooms for medical personnel responding to the coronavirus. See, that's pandemic. phenomenal, Kurt. Yeah. Animal Hospital and Veterinary Schools are sending critically needed ventilators to hospitals facing supply shortages. Uh, Starbucks announced uh, that it will give a free coffee to any customer who identifies as a frontline responder to the coronavirus pandemic. Even Taylor Uh, Swift is jumping in to help, Kurt. Yeah, that's what I mentioned. She... uh, Handed out three grand, I guess, to a couple of fans, at least the one story I saw on it. Um, I guess uh, Washington National Cathedral donated uh, 5,000 respirator masks. Uh, they found them in storage in a couple of 
to two D.C. hospitals. They're going to do that. The cathedral sent 3,000 masks to Georgetown University Hospital and 2,000 to Children's National. Apple CEO Tim Cook said that the uh, tech giant is going to be uh, donating 10 million medical masks to healthcare workers around the country amid the coronavirus outbreak. I guess they just have a bunch of extra masks around there. Fashion designer Christian Siriano, that's where you probably get your clothes made, huh, Sam? And his team have created about... Uh, a thousand uh, N95 masks after last week promising New York Governor Cuomo to help with medical supply shortages as they grapple with this coronavirus. Uh, the NHL's jumping in, Sam. Uh, uh, the manufacturer of, uh, well, excuse me, the manufacturer of hockey equipment and apparel for the NHL, this group called Bauer Hockey, has said they're going to manufacture protective visors for first responders. Uh, Elton John is hosting a televised benefit concert featuring pop artists. Uh, that That's not the ones that like soda pop, it's just the ones that do pop music. Anyway, uh, such as Mariah Carey, Billy Eilish, Alicia Keys, Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong, and several others going to raise money for relief efforts. Uh, animal shelters around New York City running out of pets. Uh, so... Uh, I don't know how they're going to fix that, but they, well, everybody wants a pet these for are, comfort when they're sheltering in place, Kurt. Yeah, these are eligible for adoption or foster care, uh, so uh, well, I'm going to do my part and try to bring more uh, little bunnies to the wor- world, and then uh, they'll sure, be they're more not baby getting bunnies. bunnies. People, they're getting dogs well, and cats, my friend. That'd be a pet, Sam, wouldn't it? Spotify says it's going to donate up to ten million to aid. Relief efforts uh, in the music community. Uh, you got James Taylor and his wife. They're donating a million to help Massachusetts General Hospital. I mean, uh, Neil Diamond's remixed uh, Sweet Caroline. Uh, he changed the lyrics and uh, helped to boost people's spirits. Pasta, peanut butter, and packets of ramen are replacing shelves of books in the little free libraries across the countries. Oh, remember? That's one of my favorite things, those little free libraries that people have. Uh, but they're putting Church food going down on a rabbit them, hole I now. guess. Well, you remember those, right? Don't you? Yeah. The little free libraries? Yeah, the anyway, ones that really so, matter, the ones that we ought to have back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people are putting food out on those, uh, you know, to... Make a difference. Uh, feed people, yeah. Real estate company uh, uh, who also owns the Cleveland Cavaliers is going to offer free rent to small restaurants and retailers. See, think about that. Uh, this mean, guy's just giving yeah. free rent, saying, I can make a difference here. That's right. A slew of musical artists, including Wait, you tell Chris about Martin, the folks down there in John Legend. Down, down, downtown Detroit, Kurt? Well, no, Bedrock, they call it, yeah. uh, downtown Detroit. They call them the biggest landlord. They're going to waive rent. Uh, that doesn't mean they just wave at you, but they are going to not charge you rent. But this is uh, important because this is already a massively depressed area in Detroit. They've been suffering for a long time, and there's relief coming to even those folks, Kurt. Yeah, and and some of it they find is right at the end of their uh, helping hand is right at the end of their own arm. Uh, slew of music artists. You got uh, Chris Martin, John Legend, 
Uh, he's probably a legend in his own mind. But anyway, they're going virtual, uh, uh, performing concerts from the comfort of their homes and live streaming them uh, amid the coronavirus pandemic. You got 3M's going to send 500,000 respirators to New York and Seattle. Uh, distilleries are converting their operations over to make hand sanitizer. Food Lions going to donate 600000 toward hunger relief. Uh, so there's a few folks kind of stepping up, it sounds like, Sam. What do you think? Amen to that. And you know your buddy Lionel Richie, don't you, Kurt? Oh, yeah, Lionel and I, we go way back. Do you know what his most famous hit is, Kurt? Uh, Lady, I don't know. which. All Night Long, it? probably? Oh, yeah. Well... Uh, the main thing I like about Lionel is the trains, you know, that he talks about. Oh, right. well, hey, well, I guess Lionel trains is different than Lionel Richie. Hold on. Yeah, sorry. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A $2 trillion coronavirus economic relief package is halfway home as the U.S. Senate gave it unanimous approval late yesterday and the U.S. House is expected to give it final approval tomorrow. A record 3.3 million Americans filed first-time claims for unemployment benefits last week as the virus was starting to shut down much of the nation's economy. To put it in perspective, in recent years, the average number of first-time filers in a given week would hover around 200,000. The Fed chief, Jerome Powell, says the economy's taking a hit, but it will be coming back. I think many expect, and, and I would expect, the economic activity to, to resume and move back up uh, in the second half of the year. He was speaking on NBC's Today Show. Researchers at Johns Hopkins University says the number of Americans who've died of the virus now stands at 1,050. And this is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root, and do I have a perfect book at the perfect time for you? Dr. Nancy Wolf is a conservative and capitalist professor emeritus in the psychology department at UCLA, where she spent 30 years. She studied and taught about the human mind. She knows exactly what we need to hear right now as chaos and crisis descend around us. Her book is Conscious Matrix. Nancy explains why the liberals, socialists, and globalists try to destroy us right now will not and cannot succeed because we as Americans are wired to win, to be the greatest nation and the greatest people ever in the history of mankind our biology our history our culture all these things are pre-wired in our minds and souls we're literally pre-wired to win nancy says we have more light in our hearts and minds when we are right with god and she says together god president trump and conservative americans will save the soul of america we will win we are literally predestined to win this is the book you need to read now today purchase conscious matrix at libertyhillpublishing.com conscious matrix at libertyhillpublishing.com or available at amazon and barnes and noble the government just releasing a report on the U.S. economy's performance during last year's fourth quarter. It shows GDP grew at 2.1%. That matches the growth rate for the third quarter of last year. It's also the before part of what the economy looks like before and after the coronavirus pandemic and shutdowns began, as the first quarter of 2020 doesn't end till next week. 
America's second biggest city is preparing to stay locked down because of the virus for two more months. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti says he doesn't anticipate opening for business anytime soon, so 12 million people could have to stay at home until at least May. Cleanup continues in northeast Mississippi, where a powerful tornado tore through the area Tuesday, causing a lot of damage but only minor injuries. The National Weather Service says most of the damage was located near the Alabama and Tennessee state lines. Remember, you can find us online anytime at usaradio.com. And you know what this is, Kurt? It's a good song, Sam. We are the world. Yeah. So back in 1985, Lionel Richie and many others got together and did the We Are the World song. That's this right here. Talking about us coming together. We are part of God's great big family. Oh. They're talking about God and family, Kurt, saying we are the world and we can stand together arm in arm and fix this thing. And they raised a ton of money back in the day. Well, the hit maker Lionel Richie is saying we need to do it again. The coronavirus has hit the whole world and we got to do this again, says Lionel Richie. What do you say to that, Kurt? Well, that's good stuff, isn't it, Sam? I think it's phenomenal. uh, Yeah, I I haven't hadn't heard much about that. Yeah, I I think that um, Lionel Richie's on to something, and I think people will take him up on it. He's 70 years old, Kurt. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we talked about selfless acts, and we highlighted a bunch of them, from Taylor Swift to everybody on down, right? And now Lionel Richie said that it's time for a We Are the World remake to help bring people together as fears of the coronavirus rage. And uh, the 70-year-old American Idol judge says we need to get this done. He offered to make or remake the We Are the World with modern artists and everybody else in an effort to raise money. They want to stop the spread of COVID-19 and raise money, Kurt. I think it's a brilliant idea. I say bring it on. I think he's spot on. I mean, it's almost like Lionel Richie's looking at the bright side, Kurt. I know that does kind of make you mad, doesn't it? No, it excites me. It's just delightful. It's exciting, Kurt. It's people trying to do something to make a difference in this world, setting aside race and religion and opinions and, you know, political whatever and just saying, hey, man, you know what? We got this. We're we're creative. We're faith-filled. I mean, in that song, they talked about God and family and everything, Kurt. They would probably need to edit that. No way. Let it rip, baby. Oh, okay. Well, heck yeah. Just tell those naysayers to look at the bright side. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Remember, we're in crisis, so it's okay to mention God. And look at the bright side. Roger that. Maybe we could extend that beyond crisis in time. We got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. 
headline says the bright side. I'm trying to give Kirk the hook. Come on, Kirk. Oh, sorry, Come sorry, on, buddy. sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just enjoying. It's your the headline, my side. friend. You know that, that is right. Uh, yeah. The headline, as Sam said, the bright side colon coronavirus is bringing communities, couples, closer together. Well, that's really happening, isn't it, Sam? I, mean, I believe. Uh, if you listen to the mainstream press, it's not happening at all. No. Okay. If you listen to me and you and everybody else that really care, then absolutely it's the truth and it is happening, without a doubt. Okay, what the mainstream press yeah. says, everybody gets out on their sidewalk and gets drunk. What you and I say, though, are people are really across the country making a tremendous difference in people's lives. Young children helping out the elderly. You know, people serving one another. Hard work in all different industries making a difference. Jobs coming back, people retooling for the new economy. People are just doing a tremendous job. You know, Lionel Richie typifies the point with the, you know, proposal to, to do the We Are the World remake to raise money to help. The bright side coronavirus bringing husbands and wives and couples and families closer together. I think that's true, Kurt. Have you noticed the difference in your family? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, everybody's a little, you know, less uh, outwardly focused and more inwardly. Uh, this yes, one's uh, Dateline London uh, comes to us from World Net Daily and our buddies there at the, uh, well, study finds, it says, it's hard not to feel, they say, at least a little down these days. The coronavirus is absolutely dominating the headlines in our lives and most of the stories aren't exactly positive. <laughs> heard that. Uh, they say, if you're looking for a silver lining in all this, a recent survey of 2,000 residents in the UK has identified a few unexpected benefits of this situation. In this modern age, they say, it's becoming increasingly common for neighbors and community members to ignore each other and almost never speak. Well, they say 25% of respondents agree the coronavirus outbreak has led to conversations with neighbors. Well, it says at a safe distance, of course, who they hardly knew at all before a few weeks ago. Additionally, they say 64% believe that this virus has brought their community closer together in a variety of ways. Uh, See, isn't that exciting? Well established. Yeah. It's well established at this point that the elderly and immunocompromised are particularly vulnerable to the virus. So they say 30% of respondents have started checking in on their older relatives and 23% are doing the same for neighbors in need. By the way, it's what we A should fool. be doing all along uh, per our That's Christian right. duty. But I'm just saying, hey, at least it's happening, folks. That's right. right. They say a full third of survey participants have started grocery shopping for neighbors and family members who are unable to leave the house. So, you know, it's that's pretty nice, right, Sam? I think it's phenomenal news. And it just goes along with what Lionel Richie's talking about. It goes on with what all these different people are working on and doing. You know, it's um, selfless acts, how America's making a difference, helping each other through this thing. And I just hope it lasts way beyond just the coronavirus, though. I mean, even yeah. Mike Pence is praising folks. Well, yeah, he's <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool to see this. Uh, but the headline reads, uh, Mr. Mike Pence praises private sector pitching in. And we're not talking about baseball here, but we're talking about McDonald's. Uh, they've got a curb service for truckers. It's 
it's difficult for a truck driver to drive one of those big rigs in, you know, into the drive-up um, thing there at McDonald's. I mean, it busts out the speakers and really messes things up. So they've got a thing so that the truck driver can just pull up, I guess, and I don't know if they just have to pull their horn or what, you know, how exactly works. But in this way, you feed those truckers a little something, keep them moving so that they can get all that uh, badly needed toilet paper delivered, you know, Sam? I mean, yeah, that's... Uh, so McDonald's opens on. curbside opportunities for truckers so they don't have to get out and whatever. They can just order and be on their way and deliver goods and services. And I think it's keep phenomenal news. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and I think it's I very guess, uh, ingenious of McDonald's, too, Kurt, just to say, hey, what can we do to make things better? What can we do to have our employees be safe but at the same time provide value? And this innovation is, is impressive to me. Not only McDonald's, but just all kinds of people. I mean, we've just highlighted so many of them doing so many cool things. These different businesses hiring and changing, you know, it's just amazing. Good for pants, good for McDonald's. I mean, yeah. Megan McCain is... Uh, Pretty happy, Kurt, I think. Well, yeah, I thought this was a nice little piece. A headline reads, Megan McCain announces pregnancy after suffering horrendous miscarriage. Uh, so uh, I think uh, most women, at least that I've been familiar with, if they've had a miscarriage where they've lost a baby that they were hoping for, um, you know, they're really cheered up when they, well, they hope for a uh, better times ahead and uh, that's apparently what megan mccain's doing Sam. well and i'm happy for them i know it's been a tough road but you know what they're excited you know and um yeah. you know i hope things go well for her yeah i agree couldn't agree more i mean i even that's hope things go well stuff. for ilden omer kurt yeah well that lady um she's quite unusual sam but um <laughs> Um, she, uh, in this story, uh, she's literally, uh, you know, kind of praising the president, uh, which is kind of unusual. I've, I'm not Well, when he promotes flat out socialism through the big bailout, I'm not surprised she'd be supportive of it. Okay. Well, exactly. anyway, right. it's, it's just so unusual to see, uh, the headline reads, Ilian Omar praises Trump's incredible coronavirus response. I mean, I've just never seen her, uh, well, that I could remember say anything good about President Trump uh, that I could remember. Yeah. Anyway, interesting, to say the least. All right, coronavirus threat is fueling demand, Kurt. For, are you allowed to have these now? Well, huh. you know, Maria Gaspani writes this piece, and it says uh, U.S. coronavirus threat fuels demand for traditional herbal remedies. You know, now the Chinese will call these uh, TCM, traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, but it's nice to see that there are options besides just the drug companies stuff, and I recommend those. You think Donald's going to... Start talking about that? I think it'll be a while. We can pray. We can hope. We can work on it.
the spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from Range magazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at range magazine for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. A lot of good going on, a lot of sad going on, a lot of interesting going on, and it's all on your radio, right? Looks like earthquakes are in the news, ladies and gentlemen. First off, you got these herbal remedies that I should think we should be talking a whole lot more about, but of course, nobody's mentioning it in the mainstream press. But the U.S. Right. coronavirus is increasing the demand for these herbal remedies and solutions. But earthquakes are literally everywhere. We had a big one in Salt Lake City just recently. Got some highlighting of earthquakes around the world. Kurt? Well, yeah. Uh, I didn't know about these, uh, but, you know, apparently there's a pretty good-sized one. They're in uh, Russia. Uh, you know, a friend of ours, uh, you know, a listener, uh, you know, caught us up on that, uh, Patty. And then, uh, you know, pretty good batch of them there in Oklahoma, Sam, uh, you know, as well. So, you know, I guess there's a whole lot of shaking going on, uh, as you say, right? Yeah. Where are this uh, Curl Island or whatever? Do you know much about that? No. Uh, but they say it's in part of Russia, you know. So, I mean, I you know, Russia's a pretty good-sized place. Oh, it's a know? huge place, and that's why I kind of wonder where it is or whatever. I'm just not super familiar with this, and I know it's because I'm an American and I'm ignorant and all that. I get it. I'm just saying that it's, you yeah. know, I didn't really know much about the curl. Is that how you say it? I think that's the curl? term. Or, yeah, yeah. Curl, yeah. curl. Anyway, I didn't Something know much like about that. those islands. But, again, folks, now, when we have these 
you know, plagues and disasters and, and all this kind of stuff going on in the world, Kurt, it just occurs to me that the answer is to turn to God. And I see a few people doing it and a few people that are surprising that are doing it. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's not very many and it's not really covered very much. Right. Well, at least we don't hear much about it, you know. Well, good but, point. Um, Maybe happening uh, a lot more than we're hearing. I give you that. Yeah, you know. Um, but this they they say it's um, 136 miles south southeast of Cerebro Kurilsk on the island chain, 870 miles northeast of the Japanese city of Sapporo. You know, I'm sure you got that picture now, Sam. Um, they they call them Russia's Kuril, K-U-R-I-L, islands. Um, and that's where they had a 7.5-er uh, major, earth, major earthquake there. Um, and uh, yet I don't see any real reports of... Uh, I guess the main reason they're not covering is not any deaths or tragedies. You know what I mean? They love. Uh, no, Kurt, come you know, on. We got to cover this because it's going on in the world, point. and it might encourage people to realize that you know we're at, we're in a special time when we got to turn to Christ. Yeah, I guess they had a tsunami warning, uh, but they canceled it uh, after a 7.5 earthquake there. Uh, they had small tsunamis were generated, but no, no big ones. Uh, so, uh, anyway, that's the good news. Uh, nobody, as Got far hurt. as I could tell, lost their life or anything on there. That is good news. But I'm just telling you, earthquakes are all over, folks. We're living in some very unique times. And a lot of people are starting to panic and people's hearts are starting to fail them and everything else. And I think it's time to just step back a little bit and turn to God. And if you've got fear, pray, pray, pray until faith replaces fear. Yeah. That would be my recommendation. And I know that's, you know, not allowed in today's society to really highlight. I'll get run out of, mm-hmm. uh, out of town on a rail and everything. I understand. I'm just telling you, that is one of the great solutions we have. If you're in a panic or if you're fearful, if you're seriously concerned, now it's, it's good to be appropriately preparatory or preparing things like that. Preparatory? Yeah. What's the what, preparatory? How would you say that? Anyway. You don't need to be ready, is what we say. It's kind of like caramel there. and caramel and yeah, that's caramel, right. and, you know. But anyway, um, all I'm saying is we need to prepare. That's good, and to you know be motivational about it and stuff is good. But to just spiral down into fear has no value. And I submit that yeah. pray. And if praying, you know, you feel like man, I'm just not able to get out. Pray harder, and pray harder, right. and literally, you know, um, have faith in Christ and have real intent in your prayers. And then you know mm-hmm. you might want to bust out the scriptures a little bit and then pray some more and read and pray and read and pray and if it really gets hard then i submit that you could read and pray and fast yeah and then if you read and pray and fast then you could get up and go help somebody and then come back and read and pray and fast and then help some more people and pretty soon i promise you'll be feeling a little better about things that's right yeah. Well, while we're doing uh, and that, on this uh, seven earthquake deal out of Oklahoma, Sam, in 24 hours, uh, according to KansasCity.com, uh, I thought it was interesting. They say the timblers ranged in intensity from 1.6 to 2.5. So, I mean, we were lucky uh, last week to feel that one that was what a 5.7. Uh, so, I mean, I don't even know how you hear, feel these 1.6 to 2.5s. I mean, you know, well, a lot of them you don't. Feel the you just document around. them. You know, these geologists oh, and stuff are yeah. documenting them. And, you know. Yeah. Okay. 
they're happening is the point that you need yeah. to know whether you feel them or not. They're happening, and they're happening with greater frequency and greater power in what they call diverse places, is I think how the scriptures kind of talk about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, I don't know too go. much about the scriptures, you know. Right. Compared to a lot of people, I got to work on that. I better read more. You don't look at it. I better follow my advice and read more and pray more and fast more and help people more. And see, in any of the press briefings, is anybody saying that kind of stuff, Kurt, like that? Oh, if they do, they're kind of scolding. I hear it more like, we, hey, man, we we'll force you. If you don't science. do it voluntarily, we'll whip out this government law that's been around for 70 years and beat you into, you know, compliance. Glad you don't need a beating. Have a nice day. There you go. I'll give an example of the point to highlight. So you got this national public radio thugs. And I guess they're going to stop airing coronavirus briefings. They claim that, well, there's just false information in them and they can't be part of the fake news, Kurt. Yeah, well, we're going to hand them out. To, what is it? Uh, they're supposed to get like uh, $75 million from this uh upcoming deal uh yeah the yeah, parent the, corporation the, for public broadcasting for npr is getting 75 million in the stimulus yeah yeah and they then they're going to say we're not going to air donald's briefings because they're fake news that's what they say sam i mean well we will we will be the crazy. ones to um air donald's briefings to the best of our ability we can't play them all they're just too long but we try to highlight the reality of them even if we disagree with some points made we let you know about it right well, we're doing what we can. <laughs> and I look at that and I just go, wow, if they gave us $75 million, Kurt, do you think we could air them more often? I'd even create an I hour for the briefings could. every day on the, on the schedule and everything. I bet you would. You know, do we want that $75 million, though, Kurt? Well, it'd sure be nice if they just um, wouldn't send it out, wouldn't spend it. Wouldn't well, if they could just get the IRS to go away and leave me alone forever, that would be enough. I'd air it for that. I don't even need $75 million. I just settled for the IRS going away, Kurt. By the way, how much does the IRS bring in a year, Kurt? Do you know? Um, I'm pretty sure it costs us more to run them than they bring in. No, Kurt, come on. But that wouldn't be. I don't know, Sam. I mean, uh, I to no, we got to research this, that man. Up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm asking the questions and stuff like that. You know. Uh, do you think we're going to be back to the economy coming back at Easter time, Kurt, or not? Well, the president's uh, working on that, Sam, and, uh, you know, I think the kind of cool thing about Easter, it's celebrating the resurrection, and if you're going to resurrect the country, um, I mean, that's kind of a cool That's what Donald's alluding to, isn't he? Way to do that. Well, I think so, And Sam, I think he's but, right, you know, Kurt, and I think it's a good way to mention it, not to push too hard to get uh, all the wrath, but to highlight how special the day and the event and really is. Yeah, yeah. All right, total revenues, Kurt, for the government, and this is back in 2015 because, of course, they don't have modern numbers for me, $3.18 trillion, Kurt. All right. They say revenues come from three main sources. Income taxes, $1.48 trillion. 47% of all tax revenues. Then you got payroll taxes. Paid jointly by workers and employees, one point, or I'm sorry, employers and employees, 1.4 trillion, 37%. Anyway, they go on. All I'm telling you is there's so many ways to just reduce 
the tax burden on the people? Why don't we go there instead of just leaving the taxes on the people and then raising, you know, raising costs by taxes and then turning around and writing me a check and all this? Why not just reduce the taxes, Kurt? I just don't know how to get this to President Trump. Well, here's the main reason if you're in Congress. You know, but you're President to, uh, Trump right now. Yeah, okay, good point. Uh, uh, but anyway, if you're in Congress, you just got to hand out goodies. That's how you get votes, and that's how you buy votes. Nick Donald's on the same bandwagon? It is an election year for him, too? Well, I know this, that uh, when, when he's given basically... Uh, not much options besides that, you know. It's not like he can really write uh, legislation, as far as I understand it. No, but he has the ability to yes. suspend the IRS taxes. He suspended it single-handedly without any government approval from Congress or anybody else from April fifteenth to July fifteenth. Yeah, what if he just says I'm going to do it from April fifteenth, two thousand and twenty, to like um, April fifteenth, you know, five thousand and ninety? <laughs> That'd be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, there's things that can be done, folks. And I'm not at all trying to say this virus is not serious. It is serious. But I am saying we've got to take appropriate action. And to shut down the economy completely and then look to the government for the solution is a disaster on all sides of the equation. And this idea that we're just going to turn to vaccines and drugs and government and ventilators and everything else for the solutions, I think we can go back to herbs and vitamin C and vitamin D and plenty of sleep and plenty of fresh air and plenty of exercise and good nutrition. And, um, you know, I support a lot of the social distancing stuff and there, uh, I support cleaning things. And, but we cannot just turn to government for the solutions. We've got to look inside ourselves and work hard together side by side, as Lionel Richie says. We are the world. And, and then we've got to basically come back and say we don't need a government socialist utopia to make it happen. It's within our own genius as we turn to God. And I'm just telling you that I, I take this coronavirus very seriously, but I also believe that we need to be real about this. And I'm glad there's new economic opportunities coming. I mean, Domino's and Target and Walmart and uh, Amazon and you know all these people hiring, that's phenomenal news. And I think a lot of the businesses are recreating how they're working and what they're doing. And I think that's wonderful. But I think we really need to be careful when we turn to government for the answer to everything. What the government can give, they can take away, ladies and gentlemen. We need to be very cognizant of that. And becoming more dependent on your government is not the answer. More obedience to the supreme law of the land, especially, not in spite of, but especially in the middle of a crisis, is one of the great founding father-esque solutions that we can carry forth that legacy and bring to bear for solutions. It is about God, family, and country. It is about life, liberty, and property. It is about we, the people, standing together and making a difference and saying, hey, let's look at the bright side and do all we can to turn to God and receive his blessing. That's his offer. Let's take advantage of it, shall we? All right, for Sam and Kurt, thanks so much for being alongside for the ride. LibertyRoundTable.com for live and on-demand radio. LovingLiberty.net for radio around the clock and more. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic.